Let Me Google That is sponsored by Water Cooler Trivia. In a disconnected world, feeling connected to the people you spend 3,000 million hours a day with at work can be weird and hard. Water Cooler Trivia can help. Their curious, clever crew creates custom trivia quizzes that you and your team can play on your own time, and then you can all bond over the results. And the best part is that you get to show off your encyclopedic knowledge of 90s pop culture. Get your geek on at watercoolertrivia.com and tell them Let Me Google That sent you. I realize that the chances of you getting sucked into a black hole today are slim, but it never hurts to be prepared. For most of us, thinking about as something as cosmically abstract as getting siphoned into deep space is straight up sci-fi, but physicists do this shit all the time because these types of thought experiments help them untangle the practical aspects, if there could be such a thing, of the weirdness of our universe. So a couple of years ago when I was working as a science reporter, I came across a study led by Peter Hintz at UC Berkeley, who thinks about this kind of stuff all the time. It's like his job. I'm not, like, he doesn't just casually consider it, he does math about it. First, I think we probably should actually back up and do a little bit of a black hole primer, because unless you are also a physicist, then this is probably not a topic that you have a solid foundation of. And, you know, you really won't after you listen to this episode either, but I mean, just a little background to get you started is definitely going to help. So in theory, black holes can have an electromagnetic charge or not. So some of them do and some of them don't. But all of them have something called an event horizon, which is the point through which should you pass, you shall to never come back. So it's basically the point of no return. And if we're going with the whole thought experiment of like, okay, I'm floating out in space living my Star Trek dream and whoops, I'm about to get sucked into a black hole, then the first question is, does it have a charge or not? So for this example, let's say that it does. And you get in and you're headed to the event horizon, but you actually hit something else first. It's called the Kochi horizon. Now this horizon is what Peter Hintz and other physicists of his ilk get pumped up about, mostly because they have no idea what is beyond it, but they are really serious about trying to find out. Now, you might be like, okay, but all of space is weird, and we don't know jack shit about any of it. And you'd be correct. But what Hintz wants you to understand about the allure of the Kachi horizon is that because there is not even a hint about its boundary, that means that literally anything could be beyond it. Well, I mean, anything that's mathematically possible, which is actually a lot more than you would probably think. But you also have to look at the other side of the possibility, which is that there's a lot of stuff that does not exist beyond the Kachi horizon. So in other words, the entire logic of the laws of the universe that tell us how to think about this stuff might not be on the other side of it. So anyway, let's go back into the hole. You are on the precipice of the Kachi horizon, but don't just stand there because if you linger on the edge too long, gravity is going to stretch your ass like Laffy Taffy. It's also going to stretch out space-time to the absolute edges of its span. Now this brings us to what philosophers refer to as determinism. So this is when you're like, okay, I'm going to make an estimated guess about what's going to happen next by thinking about all the stuff that's already happened to me, which works fine when you're on earth, except that it doesn't actually always work, but that's more down to human failing than like, I don't know, warp laws of physics. In the belly of a black hole, at the very farthest reaches of singularity, you are not going to be helped one iota by using determinism. What you know or think you know is not going to help you predict what is out there on the other side of the Kachi horizon. It could be nothing, it could be endless wormholes, or it could be elephants. 
Now, if you're stuck in a black hole and you look around and you haven't been torn apart by gravity yet, you might find yourself thinking, gee, I don't know if my shuttle can handle getting pummeled by space elephants that are traveling at warp speed. In which case, you may be relieved to know that the universe is always expanding and it's doing so really fast. So all the energy that's in that black hole might actually be distributed in such a way that you can just kind of rev your engine and get the hell on the other side of that horizon. And so that's kind of like the short answer, the short non-answer answer to how you could theoretically survive if you were sucked into a black hole. But you should know that this math so far only works if you're talking about a black hole with a charge. Because if you're sucked into like a dull one, then you're probably shit out of luck. Or maybe not, because maybe you could hitch a ride on a space elephant.